Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encourages you and uplifts you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. We're going to get right into our message. We're starting a brand new series today. It's called Unknown, and how can we navigate our unknown seasons. And we're going to go through this for the next couple of weeks to navigating the unknown seasons in our life. One thing, two things I know is you, people are either in an unknown season or you're going to enter into an unknown season. We all deal with this in, in our life. You know, when life comes and throws a curveball, when you're actually looking for a fastball, when, when an interception in life comes, when you're trying to throw a touchdown, or a block comes when you're trying to do a layup. I'm sorry about all these sports references. We've been in quarantine forever, so I'm missing sports. But we get the picture when life comes and turns unexpectedly, and we enter into these um, unknown seasons in our life, how do we navigate the unknown? Because one, the, the only thing we know is unknown seasons are going to come, but it's the way we navigate through them is the way that we're going to come victorious on the other side. The, the thing is, we're, we all struggle with the unknown seasons from childbirth to all the way to, to um, adulthood, you know, kids in elementary school you know they grow up and they're they're really you know testing the waters with their parents you know the unknown season am i gonna get in trouble here by pushing these boundaries it's unknown for them then they enter into the elementary age um and going into school for the first time being in kindergarten is an unknown season. We're dealing with it. Then this big thing called middle school comes and, and kids transition and now they have to pick their classes and, and so many things are happening in their life. The, their bodies are changing. Everything is happening. It's unknown. Then you go into high school and you have to deal with new friends. You got to now decide what you're going to do with your life, what college you're going to go to, what career you're going to go to. Man, the unknown travels with us throughout our life. And now we talk about college and we talk about marriage and we talk about kids and we talk about careers and we talk about retirement. Unknown seasons are going to be in our life. But if we don't know how to really handle these unknown seasons, we're always going to be full of fear. Because the reality is if we don't know and we don't know who's actually directing our story and directing our life, we're always going to be so fearful because we don't see what's happening in the unknown. But we know that God is working all things for our good and we have God in our life. We know that he is working every step in our unknown season. The amazing thing about unknown seasons is for you, it might be fearful and you don't know what's going on, but here's the, here's the good news. Jesus knows what's going on. And in your unknown season, it might be scary, but take heart that God is still working your story and he's not scared and he's not confused and he's not surprised at what's happening in your season. He just knows that when you trust him, he's going to get you through it. So let's go in, in the next couple of weeks. We're going to um, actually walk through some um, actually 
some some um, some basic Bible stories that we've learned about growing up in Sunday school. We're taking you back to the flannel boards. We're taking you back to Sunday school and these these actually these well-known Bible stories and characters that we can learn from them as we enter into these unknown seasons. Are you ready? All right, cool, cool. Let's get our Bibles ready and get our notepads ready. We're about to enter into God's Word. We're going to go to um, the book of Samuel in just a minute. But today we're going to talk through the mo- one of the most common characters in the Bible. His name is David. And we all know about David. If you've been in church for about 30 seconds, you know about the story that we're going to be talking about today. It's the story about David and Goliath, this young man, this young man defeating this giant while the enemies, uh, the, the armies of Israel were cowered down in fear. One of my favorite stories because it actually gives us so many lessons and so many nuggets that we can take with our life and to apply here in in, in our life in 2020. And if we are so familiar with these verses and we kind of like put them aside because we grew up with them or we heard them with our grandparents and and our parents. If we pass these, we're going to miss good biblical teachings and good, uh, the essence of these verses to apply for our life now because there's so many good things. So we're going to enter into this familiar verse here in 1 Samuel chapter 17, the story of David and Goliath. Let me set the scene here for you for a little bit. So David, this young man, was sent by his dad to go sent to give his brothers foods with food, which they were in battle uh, with the Philistines. And David, let, let me set the scene, you know, because we have a, a an epic battle that is happening here. The armies of Israel are there; they're in fear; they're they're scared of what's happening because this nine foot giant will come out and just just talk trash to them and, and, and defile the name of God. And, and they, instead of like going with all the power that God had for them, they cowered down, they were scared, they were fearful. They didn't fight the good fight, the good battle. They didn't know that the power that they had couldn't actually defeat this giant because fear came in. There was an unknown. They didn't know how to deal with this, this giant. So we see David coming into the scene, bringing food, to his brothers and and they're scared. So David, you know, being full of faith, he looks at this situation and he says, "Why are you scared? You know, you know God is amazing. You know, we can take this on and and we see David really have faith in 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 trying to battle Goliath and we have this this you know, have you ever been there where um David has so much faith but in reality he's he's thinking, you know, man, is this going to work and you know, I have a stone, I have this, you know, there's so many any unknowns that David could have gone through. Have you ever been there where you're you have been so over eager in life and you make decisions real quick because you have a sense of faith, but sometimes it, it doesn't work out or you jump to conclusions or you jump and you fell on your face. Man, David had a true fear here where he was about to take on a nine foot giant in his life where, you know, he, he had the faith, but man, there might be a fear that that the faith uh, was going to um, take him forward, but he took the battle on and he's like, I'm going to open my mouth and I'm going to speak and I'm going to do what God's called me to do. But then we pick up the verse here and we pick up the chapter here in verse 32. We're going to read 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 32. It says like this, David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this 
Philistine, for your servant will go and fight him. So he had faith. He said, listen, I'm going to do it. You're not going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to step into the unknown, past my fear, and take on this giant. So in verse 33, it says, Saul replied, you are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You're only a young man, and he's and he's been and he's been a warrior since his youth. So right now, Saul is looking at David's um, disqualifying David because of his of his youth, because of how old he is, how he looks. He didn't have all the all the resources, but David said, "Doesn't matter. I don't need the resources. I have God." So he's walking into this thirty-four. But David said to Saul. Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion and a bear came, I carried off to, to carry off the sheep from my flock. I went after it. I struck it and rescued the sheep from his mouth. And when and, and when he turned on me, I seized it by, by his hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be one of them because he has defiled the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paws of the lion and the bear was rescued me from this Philistine. So Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. This is leading into our first point. Man, such an awesome verse that we can learn so much from it. And, and, and let's see the first, the first um, point that I have for you today as we read through this, this chapter is, number one, what you practice in one season will defeat the enemy in the next. What you practice in one season will be the weapon to defeat the enemy in your next season. See, David said, I killed a lion. I killed a bear. And if God was with me before, man, he's going to be with me now. I don't have to have fear in the unknown. I, don't have, I can stand in confidence in knowing that when I enter into this unknown, I already practiced this before. See, some of us have been, pra have been practicing in one season and we don't see the reward in it. But I'm here to tell you what you're practicing now is going to be the setup for something that is coming in your life. So if you're practicing self-control now, it's going to be the thing that is going to make you victorious in the next season of your life. You've been fasting and praying in this season now and you probably don't see things moving. But I'm here to tell you, keep on going because you're practicing for the season to come. What happens, what you do now is not, in vain, is not in vain. You are preparing and you are doing things for the unknown seasons in your life. When David was alone in the pasture dealing with some sheep, man, he was, he was practicing for seasons that he didn't even know was coming. David, when he was alone with the sheep, he was he was practicing with a lion and a bear and he didn't even know that one day a giant was going to come. See, what you do now is going to prepare you for the things that are, are to come. You don't know what tomorrow brings, but you know what you can do today to prepare yourself for the battle to come. One thing that I know is tomorrow, that, that, that one thing I know is you can do all you can do, but you have to be prepared for the battle to come. I think there was three ways that David was really ready for the battle, even though he didn't know what the battle was going to be. He was ready for it when he was tending the sheep. Number one, he was ready mentally for the battle because in the pasture, David was constantly in communication with God. Half of the, half of the book of Psalms was written by him. So many poems and, and stories 
and, and songs that he wrote to God, there was a constant communication with God. He was ready mentally. He was worshiping God when nobody was looking. He didn't have a stage. He didn't have a platform, but he did it because he knew that what was working on the inside was eventually going to prepare him for what's going to happen on the outside. Number two, not only was he mentally prepared, he was physically prepared. Dare I say that David, whenever he was just hanging out with the sheep, he had a sling, he had a couple rocks, and he was just what you thought was something that you were just preparing for or just having fun in is really going to be the thing to set you apart in the season that you need your weapons. So this sling that he was just playing with or skipping rocks was going to be the thing that God was going to use to defeat the biggest giant in his life. Do not... Do not downgrade the season and the abilities and the gifts God has in your, in your hands right now because it can be the very thing to get you to the most victorious season of your life. You have to nurture what God has put now. He was not only mentally ready, he was not only physically ready, but I can say he was spiritually ready. He, he knew that it wasn't by his abilities. He knew that when the lion came and the bear came and, and all the animals came to, to take away the sheep, Man, he knew that it wasn't his ability. He knew that God was there with him and taking every step of the way. The question is, where are you in these areas of your life? Where are you mentally? Where are you physically? Where are you spiritually? Because those things have to be nurtured. Those things have to be built. Those things have to be practiced. And, and, and you have to grind it out because one day, those things that you thought were just little things are going to be the things that are going to help you. What you practice in one season is going to be the weapon that's going to be used in the next. We have to know that what we sow now is what we're going to reap later. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 says it like this. It says, the point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly. Whoever, whoever, whoever sows bountifully will reap bountifully. Whatever you sow now is not going to be wasted season. It's going to be the thing to set you up for the next. And you have to be ready for the battle to come. You're not wasting time. You're not wasting time praying. You're not wasting time fasting. You're not wasting time getting in your word. You're just setting yourself up for victories to come. There's a giant coming. And are you ready to, are you ready to take the battle? Are you ready to be spiritually, physically, mentally ready to take on the battle that is to come the unknown seasons in our life? See, number two is you are, uh, you're, 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 you already have what you need to be victorious in the unknown seasons. You already have what you need to be victorious in the unknown seasons. See, sometimes we go through this, this mindset and this battle of, man, I need more. I need more resources. I need this. But God is telling you, I have set you up. I have put, if you believe that God is working all things for your good, if you believe this word is, is the lamp unto your feet and the light unto your path, you have to know that God is orchestrating your life. And what, what's happening in your life now is not a surprise to God. So what we know is what God is going to give us the tools that we need for the the season that we're in. First Samuel chapter 17, we keep on going with the story, is 17 chapter 38 verse 40, it says like this, then Saul dressed David in his tunics and, and put a coat of armor on him and bronze helmets on his head. David fastened on his sword over the, over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to it. 
And David said, I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff and, and, and five smooth, um, smooth stones from the stream, put it in his pouch, his shepherd's bag, and a sling in his hand, and he approached the Philistine. Here's the thing. People will try to direct you with advice to handle the unknown seasons in your life through their experience. I mean, people are going to give you advice and they're going to always filter it through their experience. But I'm here to tell you this, you know, sometimes we have to be careful with other people's advice. See, I'm not telling you not to get counsel. We all need counsel in our life. We all need people that are older than us helping us in our life because they've been there before. They've seen the, the they've seen our the things that are going to mess us up in our life. But, you know, because Proverbs chapter 12, verse 15 says the way of the fool is right in his own eyes, but the wise man listens to advice. So I'm not saying not to look at advice, but I am saying is what happens when the advice that is given doesn't match up with the purpose in your life? What happens when the advice that was given doesn't line up with the purpose in your life? David was not meant to defeat Goliath with the sword and armor. He was meant to defeat Goliath with a stone. See, defeating a giant with a stone doesn't make, doesn't make sense in the reality of where they were in. It doesn't even make sense now. But through the discernment of the Holy Spirit that David had in his life, he knew that this was not going to be the weapon. The armor, the sword was not going to be the weapon to defeat the enemy. He knew what he had in his hands and what he was been practicing all along was going to be the weapon that God has used to defeat the enemy. We got to be careful with the voices in our life. Even though we need counsel, even though we need people around us supporting us, we have to be careful that we filter everything through the Holy Spirit because what advice that can be that, that can say you need a sword to defeat this enemy, but God is really saying you need a stone. So you have to be careful with certain things. I'm here to tell you today, you have in your hands what you need to defeat the enemy in the season you're in now. You just got to trust the form of weapon. We have to trust God's voice. We have to trust his leading, knowing the, what weapon to use in our life. That weapon might be your praise in one season, when, in another season should be a, a fasting. One weapon should be declaration in one season, but one season should be in your word. We have to know what weapons, and the only way we know to discern the weapons that we need to defeat the giants in our season is going to God's word. You have to follow him, even though you have to follow God's word, even though it doesn't make sense. A rock hitting a giant didn't make sense because we know that a little rock was never going to kill a giant. But when God says it, it's going to happen. God doesn't tell us to, to make sense in our life, but he tells us to trust him, even though we don't understand. We need to activate. We need to activate the gifts in our lives to fulfill our purpose. We don't, we don't need to listen to the enemy whispering and saying, you need to put this on. Your gifts aren't good enough. You're, you don't have the abilities. You don't have the resources. You don't have the talents. We got to stop listening to the, the enemy in our lives and activating the things that in our lives. I'm here to set somebody free today just because it, just because it, looks, doesn't, just because it looks right doesn't mean it is. 
Just because the sword and the armor was the right thing to put onto the feet of an enemy, it doesn't mean that it's the right thing for you in this season. The armor made sense, but it was the wrong weapon. The sword made sense but it was the wrong weapon. We have to trust God is giving us the tools to entering into these unknown seasons to defeat the enemy and to also come on the other side victorious, but we have to be in tune to the voice of God. Because if not, we're gonna be reaching for things that are never going to fulfill the purpose in our life because we're trying to manufacture it with a sword when God has called us to use a stone. See, there's some things that we got to go through. We don't, God doesn't call us to go through it. He got, God calls us to grow through it. And when we go through it, the, victor, the victories are going to come, but we have to activate some things in our life. That can be a talent, a gift, a, a, you know, a gift in giving, it, you know, loving people, whatever it is that God tells us to use as a weapon to defeat and to enter into these unknown seasons, we have to activate it and use it because God is working all things for our good. I mean, unknown seasons are coming. The giants are coming, but we have to know what weapon to use. And it might not make sense, but it's good. But God knows what you need for the season you're in. Don't neglect your talents and your abilities. Use what he has, and he's going to use that thing to get you victorious in your unknown seasons. My last point is this. Face what you fear and pick up a new weapon. In your unknown seasons, in your unknown times, face your fear and pick up a new weapon. See, if we keep on reading in the main verse, 1 Samuel chapter 17, in verse 41, it says like this, Meanwhile, the Philistine was with the shield bearer in front of him kept coming closer to David 42 and he looked at David over and saw this little uh, saw, he was little more than a boy glowing with health and handsome and despising him he said to David am i not a dog that you come and with me with sticks and the Philistine cursed David and by his gods come here he said and i will give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals now check this out verse 45 David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come, I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, God of the armies of Israel, whom you defiled, 46, and this day I will deliver you into my hands and strike you down and cut your head off. Now stop right there. The, the source of weapon that he had was a stone. How can a stone cut the head of the enemy. It, it doesn't make sense. How can a stone cut the head of the enemy? Let's keep reading in verse 50. David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone without a sword in his hand. He struck down the Philistine and killed him. In verse 51, David ran and stood over Goliath. He stood over the Philistine and drew his sword and drew, drew it after he killed him, he cut his head off with his own sword. Here's the thing. It's so beneficial for your life. You use the talents that God has put in your hand now. But when you use that, God is going to give you the ability to use a new weapon for the season is to come. 
See, I believe that David trusted God through this situation and, and, and God blessed David through his faithfulness in going and taking on the battle. But then God said, pick up another weapon because that weapon is not only going to defeat the giant now, it's going to kill the giant in your life and it's going to, you're going to use that weapon to, to go to the next season of your life. What was meant for David's destruction, the sword from Goliath, is now turning it around for David's purpose in his life. Genesis chapter two, um, uh, 50 verse 20 says, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God has meant it for my good. David had to face his fear. David had to face the fear of him and the fear of others and knowing the outcome. And through David's faith and the, the and how he stood victorious, what, he, what was meant for his destruction, he's now using for his good. The sword that was meant to kill David is now killing the enemies in his life. Because what God does is he looks at the situation and he sees your faithfulness and he sees the weapon that you can use, but he gives you the tools not only to defeat there, but also to take on for the next season. Because we know that David's purpose was to be king of Israel. But before he was going to be king, after he defeated Goliath, he became the commander of all the armies of Israel. That was the next step in the season for his purpose. So now David with a stone and a sling is now picking up a sword. And now he's taking up the next weapon that God has for his next season, which God knew he was going to be the commander of the army. So now it's a transfer of seasons. So David was so faithful in one season God is now taking that that sword that stone and now turning it into a sword and saying go to the next season of your life it's still an unknown season but you have the weapons to transfer over to the next season in your life so trust God he trusted God with the stone now he's giving him the, the, the weapons for the next season in his life it's the unknown because the reality is this, David killed Goliath, but then he had to walk into another season in his life, which was still unknown. But if God did it for him with the lion and the bear and the giant, David can put his, his shoulders back in confidence and knowing that now with the sword, he can go into the next season and be victorious and knowing God is working his story. See, I know it's scary. I, I know you're going through it. I, I know that you want to quit and all those emotions are so real, but I'm here to tell you today, keep going. You might be in an unknown season in your life and you don't know, you, you don't know, you don't see any light. You don't see it. You see darkness all around you. You know, you, you don't see the end of this, of what's going on, but I'm here to tell you, keep on going. Be faithful in the season you're in. Use the tools that God has for you. Keep trusting. God knows where you're at and he knows how to get you out on the other side. Let's change our perspective. I know I'm, I'm in an unknown season, but in this unknown season, I'm going to grow and be prepared. I'm going to go into this unknown season 
and, and being ready because I practice already in this season and I'm going to use the tools to get me to the next season. I know that I'm ready because I'm trusting God that he's going to use what I have now for the next season and then I'm going to face my fear. I'm not running from my fear. I'm going after my fear but when I do, I know God will, through my faithfulness is going to give me the next weapon to pick up to kill the enemy in my life but also take it to the next season of my life. You can do this. You can live a victorious life through Jesus. You just have to know that the unknown seasons are coming, but you have the abilities, you have the tools, and you are good enough to get through this season. You can do it. You have the ability. God has given you the strength to get through this. God has given you the support system to get through this. Sometimes we gotta open our eyes and see what the blessings that God has for us in the midst of what seems darkness. You can do this. See, I'm here to tell you if, you, if you feel lost in your life and you don't know that you have the abilities, you don't know that these seasons in your life, you, you don't, you, you're such in an unknown season, you don't know how to get to the end, I'm here to tell you that Jesus is the answer. That he's gonna walk with you. You might, it might seem hard, it is gonna be hard, but I'm here to tell you, you have what it takes to get through this unknown season in your life. You just gotta trust him, you gotta come to him. You gotta come to him and know that you have the tools, but he's he's preparing you for so much more. He has you in his hands. He has you in his hands. If you say, Eric, man, I need this Jesus. I need this kind of peace and reassurance to knowing that in my unknown season, I'm not only fighting this battle by myself, I'm fighting with somebody else. Jesus is the answer in your life. And you say, man, I, I really want to accept this Jesus in my heart. I really want to change my life. I, I kind of, it, it, this is my first time, you know, really experiencing Jesus. Or you say, I've experienced him before, but I kind of strayed away. And today, I want to stand victorious and knowing that he's working everything for my good, that I'm good enough, that I'm valued. God loves you. If you, if you want to accept Jesus as your personal savior today, man, we're going to do that today. We're gonna do that right now. Bow your heads and close your eyes and say, say, Jesus, thank you for the sacrifice you've done in my life. God, I'm a sinner needing a savior. Today, I choose you. Wash away my sins. Lord, set me into your family. And I know that through this day, I will stand victorious in you and knowing that you're working all things for my good. God, I'm gonna be faithful to trust you and accept you into my heart. In your name, amen. Amen. If you prayed this prayer for the first time or, or you, you rededicated your life to God, I, we want to celebrate with you. You can do so. Please go do so. And go to axioschurch.com and in our Get Connection tab, uh, you can fill out a form there. It says, I have decided. Fill out that form. We want to celebrate with you. We want to. We want to. We want to do life together. We don't do life alone. Come around people that are going to support you and lift you up in the unknown seasons of your life. We want to celebrate you. Or you can DM us on one of our social media platforms. Any way that seems fit to you. We want to celebrate you as you made the best decision in your life to follow Jesus in this time. Amen, amen. So now I want to pray a blessing prayer over everybody that is watching this live stream. Let's bow our heads. God, today, I pray for each and every person that is watching this stream, Lord. 
I pray that you will give them a confidence and a comfort knowing that in their unknown season that they have the tools, they have the abilities, and you're working side by side with them every step of the way. We don't have to know it, the, the we don't have to know the outcome, but we can trust that you're going to get us through it. And we're not only going to get us through it, we're going to grow through it and knowing that we have the abilities and that you're working everything in our favor. God, we know we need you, God. And I pray for your people, Lord Jesus. I pray that you give them hope, that you give them peace in this time, and that you will direct them throughout this week to, to, re to talk to somebody about you and to tell somebody else about the good news, which is Jesus. Jesus is here for them in their life. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together.